This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. What is up, guys? Episode 370. This is the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. I'm your host, Kurt Geyer, and sitting in as my guest co-host, we have Ross Bigger. Hello. Austin Chandler. What's up, guys? A.K.A. Lord Chandler. Wayne Cox, Team WCB. Welcome to the studio, sir. Hey, hey. Do you feel the pressure of a first-time podcast right now? I do. <clears throat> Don't feel like Take a drink of your beer. Relax. Welcome. You know? We're all family here. Um... So, this is going to be another continuation of the Turkey Palooza podcast. But first, we got to get to the biz, you know, working class people, and you know, basically everyone that just pays us an insane amount of money to do podcasts, you know, and give us free shit and makes all the other local people in our area mad at us because we get free stuff. It's ridiculous. Yeah. What are you going to do, you know? Haters going to hate. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not true at all. We're, we're very <laughs> humble here. Uh, the podcast is presented by HHA. Uh, the best thing about HHA, I think, is the lifetime warranty. But beside that, it's great sites. You're not going to have to use that warranty. But if you drop your bow out of a tree stand or run it over with your truck, hey, you're covered. It's like having an insurance plan on your rest and the Virtus Rest and your site. And single pen for me has cleared up my sight picture a lot for long distance shooting for decapping turkeys at real close range. Mm. Um, less to look at. You can focus, concentrate more on your anchor, more on your shot rather than counting down pens for what, you know what I mean? We all know what that's like. Um, so if you've been on the fence about trying a single pen, I highly suggest at least giving it a try and see if you like it. If you got a buddy that's got one, you know, maybe ask if you can shoot through. I know it's not the same as your bow, but try it out. Uh, also, Scent Crusher, man, Scent Crusher is going to be put to work here soon because we're going to be in camp, uh, bear camp, so all of our stuff's going to be ozoned out, fresh, going to camp, and the room clean gets ran in here more than freaking anything, um, cleaning out all the stench from everybody drinking bush light and dip spit. So We didn't run much uh, Scent Crusher during turkey camp. but <laughs> No, we didn't. Uh, you know, we probably should have. I mean. Stinking things and smell you from a mile off. Th them turkeys, man. 
That people underestimate a turkey's nose. You know what I mean? That's why on the roof sometimes they fly down the other way because they smelled you before they Dude, even fly I up swear, the roof. I swear that's what happened. I mean, they all of a sudden <laughs> got a sense of smell in the last year. Well, yeah, I mean, evolution, right? We all know how that works. Yeah, yeah. Especially a northeast wind. I've heard they can smell better with a northeast wind. Yeah, uh, I think I heard something. Well, like I actually that. heard they only can smell on east winds, east variation winds. So, I mean, take it as what you will. Scent crusher, if we had used it, we wouldn't have to worry about it. Yep, lesson learned. <laughs> wind out of the east, birds gobble the least, unless you have scent crusher. And smell the most. <laughs> it's science. <laughs> <laughs> and they can smell the most. <laughs> Podcast also brought to you by Elite Archery. Uh, talk about all the time. Use code WORKINGCLASS15 at EliteArchery.com. You can purchase a bow. Use that code. Save yourself some coin. Have that bow sent to a local dealer and jump right in. You can get into an ember for under 400 Fifty bucks with that with that code. Um, Ross Bigger's a dealer. Are, are you going to fire back up for the public? You're a busy yeah. man. No, I'm I'm pretty busy, but I still do it. I mean, if somebody hits me up, I'm I'm ready to rock. So huh, that's fair. Yeah, just been tied up for last couple of years, but I think I think this year is going to be good. It's going to open up a lot. A lot of projects done. We're yeah. settled in. Boys are getting older. It's just it's it's good. So cool. Well, if you follow Ross and you're interested in getting to elite, hit him up. Yep. Um, plus, you could sit with a. A, a beard goddess while he tunes your bow. <laughs> Not a god. A goddess. Uh, a, a goddess. The famous bearded woman. What are you going to do? Um, also brought to you by Lone Wolf Custom Gear. Uh, we talk about all the time. American made. They're made in Michigan. Um, billet aluminum. I mean, the toughest fucking stands that you can buy. And use code WCB. Save yourself some money. I mean, it, it's safe to say it's probably the lightest tree stand system um system everything is designed to work together it's packable pack it in and you can actually use the stand as a pack frame to pack out your dead critters man um big time spring or fall food plots whatever you're doing mineral if it's legal in your state if you're interested in getting some food plot stuff deb code wcb 2020 and get 20 save yourself 20 percent on food plot seed um hunter's blend coffee working class is the code there for 10 percent work i'm gonna bring a bunch to camp so we can get up and feel energized when we're in wyoming and bear camp and old barn taxidermy lots of critters to pick up from old barn and hopefully here in the next few weeks lots of critters to drop off at old barn so if you go to old barn taxidermy in fort madison iowa tell them that working class bow hunter sent you if you still have turkey tags left if it's season still open in your area i think they're running a special it's 300 off a full mount turkey, uh, $300 off what a normal price is um, on a full strut on a limb or a, I think, a habitat base. Gee whiz. Pretty cool. It's a good discount. Turkey mounts are expensive, man. I had some from the past I spent some coin on. Hmm. A lot of money on them. Anyway, awesome. Well, thanks for listening. Welcome, fellas. Right on. Thanks for having us. Part two of Turkey Palooza. We're actually in studio this time, like, following up. We are going to do the part two in camp. But we too much crown royal. Too much crown royal. Ooh, we yeah. were tired. We stayed up. Got up early. Um, three hours of sleep just doesn't do three nights in a row. No, it's tough. It's a tough going. It's a tough going. But man, we have some success to talk about, and I'm super thankful for that success because it was I. Um, so that was would be the first morning. What I consider kicking off the the Palooza. I decided to go out with a decap. So. We should probably describe what a decap is because there's some people that know, and this might be kind of like a repetitive repetitive thing. And then there's other people that have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. 
Because we say solid decap, and they're like, "What? What's what? Broadhead?" Yeah. Before before we get too far into it, if you want to check them out, Solid Broadhead Company is who you're looking for. So you look up Solid Broadheads, and then they they make the decap. Yep. And it's a 200 grain three blade monster of a broadhead. So. And they're expensive, but man, they're hand sharpened. I mean, they're yeah. You only need to buy it once. I yeah. Mean, you're gonna cut. A and lot the blades of heads are off. replaceable. Yep. And I think working class 15, the code works for that. So. But yeah, you you each blade threads on with a little Allen screw. Yep. And then my setup, I don't know how you guys set your decaps up. What I did, I wanted to shoot a lighter poundage bow so it flew better. So I shot my wife's Elite Spirit at 40 pounds. Um I shot a full length Victory arrow. Um Rip TKO, great arrows. And then full length, glued the insert in. And then what I did is I got full length fletchings, like four inch fletchings, and did a four fletch to help stabilize that unit. Yep, that's exactly what we want. So, do you guys do the same thing? Similar? Same thing. And full length shaft, victory, four feather. And, yeah, and you shoot feathers, up. huh? Yeah, yeah, four four inch feathers, four four inch feathers, and you got to back that poundage down. You can't run your normal 60, 65, 70. Okay, why is that? Because there are some people that were debating it. I mean, Everyone has a different experience with whatever they do, but you know, there's I guess there's a few out there that can say they can run their you know these arrows with these broadheads, 200 grains out front, uh, shooting 60, 70 pounds. But honestly, unless you've got the stiffest arrow possible, you just it can't be done. I mean, the, the yeah. arrow's about to come undone coming out of that bow. Well, it's like a helicopter blade on the end of your arrow. Yeah, and, and there's so much weight. So the lighter the poundage, the less force on that arrow coming out of the bow. I mean, I, I shot mine the first time at 65 pounds, and the arrow dang near went sideways and slapped a pillow I was shooting at. <laughs> and I thought, ooh, something's got to change. So I backed the poundage way down. Right. I went down to 52, and they just fly like missiles. And if you take that HHA and you back up a little bit and make a little few hashtags or know where you need to be set, I mean, there's guys like Tony Gladwell that shot 34 yards and decapped but there was a hell of an arch in that arrow <laughs> right it's <laughs> moving slow it's yeah it's just putting along but it, <laughs> it gets there and, and and even after you know shooting that distance and all that arc in the arrow there's so much kinetic energy there it just pops their head right off so that's probably my favorite decap kill dude that was you awesome. almost see that arrow going to him and just i'll have to watch that one it. i don't think i've i i saw that one it's yeah. killer. is that on respect the game or yeah yeah um I'm about to sneeze. Ugh. So yeah, that was the kind of the mission. Is I mean, it's a, in my opinion now, especially it's the coolest way to to kill a bird because one, what you have to shoot is unique. Like you have to practice and you have to like take a little bit of extra thought. Like you're not grabbing a shotgun and shooting a scatter gun and you're just like, yeah, I, if a turkey's 15 yards, I'm gonna kill it. Yep. You know, you put the bead there, boom, there it is. It's dead. Still cool. And your de- your decoy setup changes too. If you're decapping versus body shooting, you know, you're cutting your distance in half, so you're putting your decoy like we had it at about 6, 6 to 8 yards is yeah. that's where I like to have that decoy if I'm decapping. Right. right. And there's so many things that go into uh, a decap setup. Having that, I mean, you could have the perfect setup and you could go out six times and the sixth time finally have that bird do what he's supposed to do and commit to decoys and get it right in there and want to fight or have it go the other way where you get two or three toms come in and they're just ready to wreck the place i mean they're coming in jumping off the they're getting off the ground at 10 feet away like ninjas like a bunch of kamikazes and they're ready to fight and uh, and then they're so you know rattled up that they can't even 
sit still. So the decap is just nearly impossible when they're just yeah. juking their heads back and forth. And well, yeah, that brings a good point. You want I, and and excuse me if if you already said this, but I was I was about to sneeze, so I kind of spaced out for no, three you're seconds. Good. You're good. You want a different type of decoy if you're decapping, so the birds come in, come in and behave differently. But but right? it's, it's just a, it's a gamble, dude. I mean, you could go yeah, you out don't know there. what they're gonna do. You right? could go, you could throw the like we run DSDs. So Austin and I both go back and <laughs> I'm forth a believer, with DSDs. Man. And this year we bought both of us bought the Jake Strutter, and we ran the Jake breeding pair last year. So mm-hmm. it was the Jake breeding the hen. And it comes with a string, and you can put some motion into it. There were so many times this year I wish that I had some motion if I had just had that string tied on. Oh, we're going to get to some of those stories. We're going to get to them. But anyways, uh, so different combinations. I mean, last year, TJ and Brady came to camp and uh, for Turkey Palooza. And uh, the first day at Austin's Forum, uh, TJ slammed a freaking monster bird and and brady got it all on camera and it was some awesome footage it was really good um i haven't two, watched those hunts yet two, the two gobblers just right over the top of this it's epic breeding jake just blah, blah, blah. i mean they have they got awesome cameras so they put it in slow-mo and this bird just right over the top of this you can see the old snod bouncing <laughs> yeah his mouth opening, freaking it's sweet. right up on him huh. so the next day they came to they came over to my farm and brady ended up killing his with a full strut jake and so were they body in, shooting or decapping? They were de- uh, they were body shooting mm-hmm. uh-huh. both of them. Yep. But they so the first day they ended up body shooting off that Jake Strutter, and uh, the next day they ran the the Strutter. And I asked him, I said after after Brady killed, I'm like, so why'd you guys switch up your decoys? It obviously worked yesterday, but those birds came in hot and pissed. You know, at mm-hmm. on the breeding pair on the breeding pair. So yeah. Then they uh, this bird that Brady shot came in full strut, just nice right. and calm, and you know it, that's it's, something, man. Being I've killed a pile of birds, but I still consider myself a rookie turkey hunter. That I mean, I definitely am a rookie turkey hunter, but for killing a, a pile of birds, you know, a lot of them are fall birds, a few spring birds, but I I overlook that part of it because it's something that makes perfect sense. And then like watching your guys's turkey hunts and experience i have with how turkeys behave i get it once you point that out to me but if you wouldn't have said anything to me about that i would have never have thought about it until i was like shit what you know what i mean it's that goes to prove it's one of those things until you experience it it's hard to actually learn it and remember it so now when i do spring turkey hunting that's going to be like what decoy am i going to bring versus what type of shooting or what my arrow set up if I'm decapping if I'm body shooting all that so but, but I'll say right there that so this was fifth season last year so 2019 fifth season it's a total mind fuck to look at what what TJ and Brady did in fifth season versus what happened this fifth season which yeah. was Turkey Palooza yeah and you think I mean we go out and we anyways I could I'm gonna get into no, it no go ahead so we just we go out there we we call birds in i mean it's it's like slam dunk this bird's dead he's gobbling he's he's coming he's closing distance fast yeah and responding and then he gets there and then he just kind of holds up it's like what the hell what? right so my decoy setup sucks because he got shy and he just stood there and stared and then right eases off it's like well shit next time maybe we should just run the strutter jake maybe that'll piss him off yeah well then he comes in, and next bird comes in, looks at it. It's like, hmm, 
I don't think so. <laughs> Walks off. It's like, shit, maybe we need to just have, like, just just a hand. Yeah, yeah. And then the next time, it's like, fuck it. Let's just Nothing run, at all. Let's just run no no decoys at all. <laughs> I think every bird has their own temperament. Like, yep. And I think a lot of it is by fifth season, every bird's seen a decoy or heard calling, and they're all kind of getting wise to the game by then. So yeah. we, we talked about this at Turkey Palooza, but it just – Right. Well, let's dive into it then, because we're gonna we're gonna bleed into more of that type of conversation. We just, we just went right over the top of your kill. Oh no, that's fine. that's fine. It's just, you just let it flow, you know. But I mean, we're gonna get back into that in a little more detail with like legit experiences. And so, of course, I I wanted to decap one. That's just a rad way to do it. Yep. Um, I always see like Larry Larry McCoy from Respect the Game, Clark Cummings. Those guys are all over that type of stuff. Um, I mean, they're probably the two kings. I mean, there's a sum in there that I don't. I'm not too familiar with, but in my world, Clark Cummings and Larry McCoy are probably some of the kings of the decap broadhead. And that, is that fair? Absolutely, I think that's pretty fair. All the uh, yeah, all the outdoor group guys are getting it done with the decaps consistently every year. And it's like highlight reel video. Like you can look up a library of Larry Mack shooting heads off birds, Clark shooting heads off birds. Badass footage. It's intriguing footage for people who don't even hunt because it's like, damn, that's. That is cool. It's gnarly. It's it makes for it's kind of like the knockout punch highlights you see from MMA fighting. It's that's the equivalent of decapping birds when you see that footage. Absolutely. And so I grabbed a fifth season tag for Turkey Palooza and Lord Chandler and I were kind of chatting back and forth and you're like, Hey man, we got this bird. I think we got his phone number and we kinda of were talking about the game plan for I think I might have sent you a few pictures of him a few days before we went down there. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And then we were kinda of chatting about the game plan. Well, hey, well he's coming at this time. Do you want do we want to go here? And and basically what we ended up doing, like, nope, let's just go to that spot. If we have to wait him out for till ten o'clock, that's what we're gonna do. So we went out, popped the blind up that morning. Which was cool. It's it's interesting to me how birds don't give a shit about de- or about blinds, you know. Um, and set the decoys out at five six yards. Yep. Yeah. As a deer hunter, you think, man, I got to have this blind brushed in. They're going to see it. <laughs> you know, birds don't care. Like you can take that double bowl and set it out in the middle of an open field the morning you hunt them, and if the right bird sees that decoy, he's not even going to see that blind. He's just screaming in. So Which is crazy. It's different, yeah. It feels wild to have a have decoys at five yards. And in, in the footage of my hunt, you can barely see the hen decoy yep. out of like how we're filming. That's how close those decoys are. First time I did it and set it up, I'm like, there is no freaking way I'm going to be able to get drawn back on a bird that's five steps from the blind. But yeah. it works, doesn't it? It, it does work. So <laughs> we set up, and as we're walking in, we hear birds gobbling. And that's where I learned finally what the holla 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 means, because a bird gobbled and Chandler goes holla 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 holla, and I'm like, all right, that's a turkey. <laughs> like he's he always says that. It's from Chappelle's show, Dave Chappelle. But let me holla at you. Let me holla at you. Let me holla 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 holla. <laughs> so, but it's kind of like that's what they're that's what a gobble is. A holla 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 holla. Because that's what they're doing, right? They're hollering at the ladies. Oh yeah. So unless it's a Jake, and then it's like, hey 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 hey. Let me holla. Let me holla at you. Let me holla. So uh, just remember that every time you hear a turkey gobbling, you'll never forget it. That's right. <laughs> so we set up in there, got birds gobbling while we're setting up. Decoys are close as hell, and I'm like, yo, yikes, that is close. And we get in there, and basically, birds gobbled all morning to us, and we had one working in close up behind us on the road. We walked in, and you can just hear his gobble. He wasn't gobbling a ton, 
but consistent enough every time i would call he'd respond you're like he he's coming to our call you can tell yep. he's just he's responding to us and before we know it you can just tell him like all right he's 150 he's 100 and then you can hear oh. and i'm like oh dude he's like 60 mm-hmm. and then he's just right up on us i mean that bird had to have been 30 to 40 yards at the most. easy dude that so we can't see this bird he's coming from where the decoys are facing, we're facing south, right? Mm-hmm. The bird's coming from the north, like kind of back to our right. So the dark spot of the blind, we can't see. We're listening. So we're I'm imagining, and then I'm sitting there with the bow at the decap, and the decoy's right there. So when this bird shows up, if he's going to, this bird's going to commit, it's going to be like, boom, there he is, like five yards or closer from me. So that got me worked up. I don't know if you could tell, Austin. I was like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to just draw now because i had to shoot a 40 pound bow and austin's like let him come to decoys man it's, it's not a white tail let him come like let him do his thing like take your time draw him when his fan turns or when he gets behind the decoy and i'm like sh- i was shaking for a little bit when he was getting close and he was drumming you can't the drum doesn't pick up on a camera right that bums me out yeah it's hard to explain for someone who's never been close to a turkey drumming really low pitch it's so, crazy. Yeah. It's like a subwoofer. It yeah. is. You can feel it in your body. And it makes me want to get a pet turkey, honestly, and just, like, have them out here, you know? I'll say, I'll say this real quick to interrupt you, but when the when the, go- the gobblers are gobbling within range, they, they have, like, a drumming gobble. When they're close enough, you can hear that drumming in their gobble. Yeah. it's it, You can hear that. And yeah. Just, I, I can't. I, I'm not a turkey. It's something that, I mean, do, do domestic turkeys do that? I think so. I think they all do it. I've been around domestic turkeys. Dude, I wonder if there's something with a a wild turkey that he has like a different, you know what I mean? Like a, like a a emotion in his gobble. I don't know. Am I, am I, I'm probably sounding like an idiot, but I know nothing about domestic turkeys. I think we're way overthinking. But can you imagine, can you imagine a hundred domestic turkeys all drumming at the same time? I feel like that'd be overwhelming. Maybe they do it. I don't know. I've never been on a turkey farm. Well, it's, it's possible. I don't know. I guess I haven't paid attention. I guess, to what, I guess what I'm saying is there a difference between a domestic turkey just blah, 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 goblin or a wild turkey during breeding season and right. an emotional right. worked up, I'm ready to breed a hen gobble. Maybe I wonder there if there's a difference there. Probably is. Someone let me know. I know somebody out there listening knows more about birds than we do, and let me know if you know, or I'm just being an asshole, and I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> At least I'm admitting it. <laughs> I don't recall domestic turkeys. Are, I guess I have been around a couple of birds, a couple of domestic turkeys, but not like a farm right. of a bunch of them. At any rate, I was having a blast because ah. I knew that you were kind of like on the fence of like, yeah, I'll hunt turkeys, but it doesn't get me that jacked up. Yep. And then to watch that bird, or not to watch him, but to hear him come in and then just see you like smiling and yeah. listening Getting to him, like, that's kind of yeah. where it breaks you over the edge. It pushed me, it tipped my bucket of turkey hunting over, man. Like, yep, yep I'm in. It, dude, I was jacked up for a minute there when I when we this bird was committed, what we thought. I was like looking at the broadhead and I was like, I'm shaking. You know, like the excitement, it's the anticipation of the bird coming in. It's like if you're yep. in a haunted house, you know, you're you're up on death count five alert because you know you're about to get, shit's about to happen. Well, and their gobble's intimidating. Like, it sounds funny to say that, but they're freaking screaming. I mean, they're hammering. It is a loud, a yeah. very loud noise. And when it 
they're responding to you and it gets progressively closer and closer and closer. Yeah. You can't help but get jacked up about it. Your right. heart's beating. You're shaking. I mean, the hair stands up on your neck. Yeah, yeah. A 25 pound stupid ass bird is getting your adrenaline going that much. But well, and, and your your mental toughness is about to be tested in a heated moment. Like yeah. anytime you have to shoot at an animal, you, there's a buildup for me anyway. I maybe I might be the only guy, but I think most of you guys can agree. The the process of all right, draw at the right time, anchor how you practice, do your thing, yeah. make the shot, execute, and then like that. It's you, it's you versus Mother Nature. Yep. Whether it's a 180-inch buck or a 20-pound bird, it's still you versus Mother Nature. Right. So that buildup, knowing that that's about to happen, you're like, ah, shit. <laughs> so this bird's working in, working in, working in, and then nothing for a minute. Then he gobbles back, and he's like further away. Yeah, he's going the other way, like 100 yards away. I'm like, well, I, I still think we got out of the blind afterwards and looked at where he would have been 30 to 40 yards. I think he's seen the decoy and just turned around and went back the other way. Yeah. I don't know if he was intimidated, just in, like, the decoy setup. Fifth uh, season vibes. Yep, yep. So so that was like – We were kind of bumming a little bit. I was like, damn. And, you know, but then we were like, hey, that one bird was here. It could have been the same bird. We don't know. Like, well, we'll just wait. You know, you could still, we heard a few birds gobbling in the morning coming off the roost. Yeah, we heard some short gobbles. I, you could tell there were some jakes back there with him. Yeah, we really didn't know that this other bird was up on the hill the whole yep. time watching us. We probably heard him gobble a couple times on the roost. Yeah, because I remember we were kind of like, oh, there's one over here, there's one back there, and there's some jakes. And then how long, you know, from that bird turning around, and we're like, oh, he's gone. How long before that other Man, bird? When he quit on us to that other bird, ten minutes. Yeah. It wasn't very long. Because we're kind of sitting there BSing, and we're saying, so Chandler's to the left of me, and the bird came from the left, and he just popped up. Like, he didn't gobble. Yeah, he was he 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 was on the neighbors that was in an elevated position, and I think he was just looking down on that decoy setup the whole time and never never talked unless you said, like, it was first thing in the morning, he might have let on a gobble or two on the roost. But yeah. when I looked over, he had already made his way down the hill and was in the, my bottom field coming to us. I mean, he was 50, 60 yards first time I seen him, and he was yeah. he was on a mission. He was coming hot. He wasn't running, but he was on a very steady pace. You could us. tell he was committed. Yep. Yep. And by the way, if you're listening to this and you haven't already seen the footage, it's on our Facebook, it's on our YouTube, it's on our Instagram. Um, so watch it there. If you have not uh, got to watch the video, this will kind of like back up our story. You'll see what we're talking about. But – you go right here, right here. I look over, see a redhead. I lean back in the blind, get my release on, and I'm shooting the Scott Hex. So I just get it hooked on my D loop, and I'm just ready. And you're like, just let him come. And then you started, you've basically got him coming in the whole way. The, sh- yeah. the footage seems short, but that's what it was. Yeah, we didn't have much time to film him. I mean, he, when I saw him, like I said, he's 50 yards and coming hard. So. Yep. Yeah, the beautiful footage though. I I was freehanding it, but it, the Did footage turned job. out pretty decent. And he's coming through a bunch of tall yellow flowers, and just beautiful footage of this bird coming in. Yeah, and he gets into like ten yards, and he starts spreading out, and the fan <sighs> and everything's open, and his beard's like gnarly. It's like split open. I'm like, oh, we got a double. Beard. I thought I was a double bearder. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he came in, hit strut, comes up to the decoys. I mean, he's five six yards. People got to remember that. Like that, it's. It looks further away in the footage because, you know, of the wider angle of the camera. But in real life, this thing is from here to Wayne at the end of the studio you can, table. In your face. You can count your steps when you go out to pick him up, like oh, yeah. four or five steps when you run out there to get him. Yeah, and like, by that time, he had flopped two yards further. Yeah. <laughs> so he comes in, and I felt 
the whitetail hunter in me is trying to take over my ins- my thought of let him hit the decoys for a minute and make the shot. And he hit. I basically I'm drawing my wife's bow 40 pounds, so I draw like with my bow down, like low. And he gets to the point where he hits. He gets up to the decoy where I think his head's about to go behind our decoys fan. That's when I drew and I get up an anchor. And I don't know if he saw me. I think he heard or saw something, or he didn't like the decoy, but he, he got in that alert posture where he broke strut, and his head was up, and he was I think he was just getting ready to kind of make his way out. When yeah. You, you I don't right. think he was going to run, but I think he was kind of making – he was yeah. just going to work past He it. wasn't going to stick around. Yeah, yeah, so I was like, oh, shit. And I, I'm not kidding, man, thinking back on it. If he would have been a foot to the right, I would have shot the strap off of that double bowl blind. Yeah. I would I for sure I leaned a little to the left to get around it. Yep. And did you hear me draw or see me draw? I sub subconsciously I don't I can't remember, but you can hear it in the video, but I don't I was just so focused on being a camera guy and just keeping everything in frame and yeah. making it look right that I was just I let you do your thing, I'm gonna do my job. Okay, perspective, because I'm interested in this. It's a good time to like dissect this little situation and I'm just curious. What were what in your head were you like fucking shoot him, shoot him, or no, what no. were you thinking? No, I like I said, I'm I go in slow mo when they're coming in. I like to watch them mess with the decoys and stuff. So I'm watching him, and I was aware that you were Drew. Oh, you were okay. But when he started getting alert, I'm like, "All right, it's the time. It's time to do it. Like, yeah, it's time to shoot." And you, right about that time is when you shot. So I, yeah. I was glad that you had drawn <laughs> when you felt comfortable. Basically, you were on point the yeah. whole way, dude. I, mean, I I visualize that shit so much. I mean, you still mess up, right? But like, I just try to visualize that stuff as heavily as I can. So when I get there, it doesn't seem foreign to my brain. It felt pretty foreign, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Like, All of them do. <laughs> dude, it was so – it's so close. It, it'd be different if – I've shot bucks at six yards, like in a tree stand, steep angle, right? But you're yeah. 20 foot on a tree. Right. I'm. <laughs> this turkey's right there, man. And then if three steps, he's out of there. So I just lean back. And I'm like, got the click of my release, let it fly. And I hit him, and he flopped. And in my head, I'm like, I could have just nicked his head or his neck or maybe hit low and caught below the waddle. And he's going to get up and take off running. So in my head, I'm like, oh, shit, get out the blind. And I just, like, step-footed out of the blind. I don't know how I didn't fall on my I ass. I don't know either. Or take the blind it's out. pretty it's graceful. Insane. It was graceful as hell considering my situation. I can't believe I didn't throw the bow on the other backup decap I had on the blind. Like, and <laughs> cut the string or something. Just exploded. <laughs> like, I don't remember. Any, all I remember is going out. I don't even really remember running out to the bird. I just remember going to get its head to keep it from flopping around and kind of just hold it in place. And... Looking at its head being like, oh, shit, it's gone. And then I'm – it's kind of like fuzzy there until I get back to the blind. I'm like, holy shit. His wow. head was clean <laughs> off at the waddle. He goes, His head fell off. They're just, <laughs> they're just like heads a, are falling off. They're just like a little inch of the red jiggly left on the body. <laughs> yeah. He, he couldn't have taken any more. Oh, I mean, beautiful. Dude. Beautiful. I couldn't believe it. So I'm like, it took a minute, right, to settle in. I'm like, holy shit, I just decapped a turkey. And then go back to watch the footage, and it's like – the dopest slow-mo footage of all time. I mean, it went a little out of focus, but I, for me, my first decap on a bird like that, I couldn't ask for anything better. No. Yeah, it was awesome. It worked out great. I'm stoked. I think I've watched that footage 1,400 times, maybe 14,000 times. <laughs> like, I have been, man. That was that was at what, like quarter to seven, seven o'clock? I mean, yeah. we, we had that tag punch before seven o'clock on the oh, first yeah. day, yeah. so we were pretty jacked. We got pretty drunk. We did. We celebrated. <laughs> yeah, it's a celebration. It's a celebration. <laughs> it was fun, man. I was stoked, and we got some really cool pictures. Um, I got I got a picture with the famous bus. We did. We took some bus pictures. It was cool, man. the The video turned out really great. 
So, man, it couldn't have worked out better, you know? I could hear in the footage you kind of like laughing a little bit like, fuck yeah, but you did a great job as camera guy. You didn't, you didn't ruin the footage by like I'm, celebrating, you know? I'm not an expert camera guy by any means, and I run my camera on autofocus, so it's just easier for me. I don't have to manually focus anything, so yeah. that kind of bit me a little bit right at the shot, but it's still, the video looks great. I mean, it, it really did. It turned out really well. So. And it's so hard to, to try to play camera guy when you're naturally a hunter. Oh yeah, so, yeah. It's then you just, grab a camera and it's like it, you look away just from that wanted, camera so easy. Like, dude, you better draw right now. Like, there's yeah. nothing I wanted more than to just look away from that viewfinder and just watch that yep. shot. But yeah, if you want good footage, you're better off just pay attention to what you're doing, keep yep. your eye on that viewfinder, and, and right. do your we get job. to sit around and watch that video over and over oh, and yeah. over. Dude, I have been too. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful footage. It's slow mo. It's like. Like I had a you guy that doesn't even head completely off the fly bird off in one of the frames, like frame by frame by frame. And it's a forty pound bow, so like you can see the arrow kind of flying in slow mo, okay. barely, but you can see it. Like, I think you can almost see the arrow skip in the background. Like you it looks like it splashes some dew or some water or something in the background and kind yeah. of pops in the Just background. Just skipped over twenty yards of wet grass after it lobbed his head off. There wasn't even blood on that broadhead. It just. Zinc Samurai's head clean off and just that's a, and that's a special little spot on that farm, kind of unrelated. But the the second bird I killed this year, my no blind bird, was ten yards on the east side of us, mm-hmm. and then my tethered buck was ten yards on the right side of us. So that like everything I've killed on that farm's come right from that. It's an spot. awesome so pinch, it's kind point. of a cool little spot. It's beautiful too, with all the like the wildflowers and stuff. Yeah. But it turned out great. So <laughs> we celebrated, took some pictures, got everything handled. And we go to the famous old school bus and took some. Do you, do you have a name for that thing? I don't. Just the need old, to come up with something. Old school bus. The bang bus. The bang bus. <laughs> the bang bus. <laughs> so got some pictures of the bang bus. Um, some funny ones I need to post of like the bird on the front of the bus, uh, you know, fanned out. Austin driving with his Fu Man, turkey Fu Manchu, and then me like it, what would be the seat behind you. And we're hanging out the window, pointing at the camera like a bunch of assholes. It's freaking great. We're not disrespecting the animal by any means. Much respect yeah. to the bird, but we're just having some fun in the pictures. Yeah, oh, yeah. well, yeah, we're not doing anything to the animals. The animals are, like, in the forefront, and we're just in the background. Yeah. Um, so we did that, got some good pictures, and cool. I mean, honestly, turkey versus whatever animal, that was one of the coolest experiences I've had in the woods, man. We had this conversation you know. when Ross and I killed together. It's ten times better when your buddy's in the blind with you. Like, it's yep. fun to turkey hunt, Yeah, but there's no comparison to killing a bird with your buddy. It's just ten times better. Yep. It was amazing. So we lo- we get that bird loaded up, and Ross, you're hunting on another farm at this point. Yep. And we're driving out. We're in Austin's truck, got everything loaded up, and we... <laughs> <laughs> I called you guys. I called you guys right before this. I actually I called Austin. I'm like, dude. Yeah. This is early. This is like six forty. So you killed your bird at like before seven. So it was, it was yeah, it was like right in that range. It was close. Right at seven. So I called Austin. I'm Chandler's like, taking a, a bathroom break, so we're gonna we're gonna drag this out for a minute. But I'm yeah, like, I'm like, dude, <laughs> how you guys doing? No, I didn't even start with that. It was before I killed. Yes, wasn't it? It was right before you killed. It was before. I was okay. just calling to check in, right. but I called and he goes, "Did you kill one?" Real quiet, like super, just whispering. And he's like, did you kill one? I said, no, I fucking did not. These birds come, <laughs> this big old Tom comes rolling in. And, uh, well, he, w- he didn't come rolling in. I went to a different ridge, and he was gobbling like three ridges over. Mm-hmm. And I thought, man, I don't want to go down through these huge ravines, so I'm just going to back out. 
go around, walk through the cornfield, and then get right in where I think he's at. Yeah. So I got in there. As I'm walking up to the timber, I'm like, man, he's got to be close. Like right there. It's like he's right there. I'm like, oh, shit. I literally hit the deck as soon as he gobbled. I'm like, oh, no. So I hurried up. I started pulling my decoys out and getting everything set up. And I got the Jake set, which was a full strutter, and a hen. And then I thought, I'm like 10 yards away. I can scurry over this tree, get set up. Mm -hmm. I should be good. And as I'm crawling over the tree, he goes, and then he's right there again. I'm like, dude, this turkey's got to be seeing me. Yeah. And I hurried up and sat down and I, I look down this ridge and I've been mowing this ridge. It's like a little, like wide enough for a ranger to drive down one way. Mm -hmm. And I look over and I could see tail feathers, but his head was behind the tree. Mm -hmm. And then pretty soon he turns and his little stupid ass blue head pokes out and goes ha, la, 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 la. again i'm like shit he's right there he's like 60 yards so i uh i'm sitting there and i keep i i don't i don't say a word i just have the decoys sitting out i'm like i'm not gonna say anything just let him see the decoys let the decoys do the work and long story short he looked at him and said nah and just kind of slowly walked off as he's walking away i'm like what are you, what are you doing dude right and i went and he like he just he jumped forward and looked back like i just scared the shit out of him that's so bizarre and then he just walked off i'm like fine so i got up collected my shit and headed on to the next one but before i collected my shit i called you guys and i'm like jeez man this sucks this bird just got like he was scared of me yeah i don't know what what just happened but he's i hate turkeys (laughs) and and the inner Eric guys, came out in you a little bit. Yeah, I was I was uh, turbo hating these. Con- yeah. The fuck turkeys vibe came out. So, anyways, I just I'm like whatever. So you guys are all in one. You got you got birds gobbling around. You got some jakes. That's what I got out of the conversation. I'm like, all right, good luck, man. We'll see you later. I'm literally I I didn't jump and run. I just sat there and thought, well, I'll just wait for another gobbler to holler out or something. Mm-hmm. And the wind starts picking up more and more. And I thought, man, ah, shit. So I'll just wait for a cruiser or something. About that time, Snapchat rolls in. You're hanging on to a head. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a there, you you just <laughs> killed like 10 minutes after we talked. So I'm like, shit, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, is that tied us back into where we're at leaving after taking photos? So, yeah. So then I'm, I'm like, all right, I'm going to, you guys, you want to roll over and, and take photos or what do you want to do? Well, let's get a game plan together. So they hash it out. You guys hash it out, start talking, and and uh, I'm like, well, I'll just I'm just gonna pack my shit up because they're gonna be rolling this way or something. I mean, I'm, we're we're gonna do a photo shoot of some kind. So fuck these turkeys, I'm out of here. So <laughs> yeah, sorry, so I'm, we're I'm, I'm on the big fuck train right now. No, that's but. fair. Eric's been on that fuck train for four years. So, so I'm like, ah, I'm out of here. So I pack up and and I get back to the shop. And I'm getting about ready to start getting all my cameras okay, ready. Okay, yeah, this is coming back to me. My and adrenaline sudden, still is bleeding. In my phone's thought. still on vib- vibrate, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Well, it's Austin. I'm like, hey, what's up? He goes, dude, there's a gobbler down here, like just rattling his brains out. Let's why don't you come down here? We're and let's watching get on him out of the truck, dude. We were leaving, pulling out, and there's like a little open field, some cut logs, and off to our right. And I see the fan. I saw it before Austin. I'm like, hey. 
and it didn't move. It looked like a decoy. Yeah. It took it, his reaction to the truck was he didn't know we were there. He didn't care. He's so delayed that I'm like, hey, what's? And then you were like, what the? Oh shit! Put it in reverse and backed out real quietly. And that's when we called you. So, so he's like, "Hey, get down here right now!" I'm like, "Give me ten minutes. I'm getting all my stuff. Like, I'm I'm ready to rock. Just give me ten minutes, and I'll be on my way. I'll be down there in twenty five minutes, maybe. So that's a long time, but I'm dashing hard. So I throw all my shit in, start flying down there. I rule. Austin's like, "Just pull in the driveway and pull up. We'll meet you at the truck." I'm like, "All right." So at my truck. So I'm like, "All right, fine." So I, I, I pull in, and uh, we get out. We start walking up. We thought we saw, uh, what was it? I think I think we saw a hen or something run off the field. Yeah. And we're like, shit. It was a hen, yeah. He was probably with her. We just fucked this up. We're, we're, this is bad. Right. So we we keep walking. As we round the corner, holla, holla, holla. Or, <laughs> holla, holla, holla. He was holla. Let me he holla at holla. you. So another one way behind, like over in the big field, and which is like, I don't know, 150 yards away through the timber. Uh, there's yeah. this little little sand lane leading around to that big field. and It's we, basically we, the beginning of the field that the first bird we were working where you came killed. out of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, our, so my truck's parked right in between yeah. us. Yeah. We're like, well, shit, we can't get any closer because <laughs> okay. the bird's going to see us. And the doors are open on yeah, it. Yeah, the doors are wide open because we, we didn't want to make them. any noise. Shut so we're them. taking Snapchats with this this <laughs> this damn pickup truck right in the middle of the road. 40 yards from Literally us. <laughs> in straight line between us and the bird. Like, oh, shit, I don't know if this is going to work, but Paul Biggs did it, so let's try it. Let's do it. Yeah, so, you guys told me, I'm like, hey, we're, we should just get in that truck and pull it forward like, 50 yards ago, like, no, fuck that. That bird will see us. Yeah, it, nope. like, they don't care about that stuff. Like, equipment, vehicles, they don't care. Like, they'll strut right next to them. Yep. Because right. didn't Paul have a situation where the, a bird was, like, touching his truck? Pecking his uh, uh, chrome bumper. Yeah, it was yeah. looking at its reflection in the chrome. <laughs> oh, my. Like, getting in a fight with the chrome. <laughs> no kidding. Thinking it was somebody else. <laughs> it's pretty cool. And we can't decoy a bird for shit. No, no, no. <laughs> So just get a so, chrome a chrome bumper, man. You'd be fine. We set up and and we thought we were going to get close. And long story short, we he he didn't commit. So he was we, doing fifth season turkey shit. He'd gobble yep. at us, and then ten minutes later, he'd be two hundred yards away gobbling. Like, yep. well, he's not going to work. Yep. Yeah. So we we backed out of there and went and did something else. So, yep. So at this point, it's probably. I mean, you only hunt till one o'clock. We got to, you know, remind everybody of that in Illinois. One o'clock is the cutoff time. So we're like nine ish at this point. Yeah. So we're still fairly yeah. early, but I mean, a lot of the big, a lot of birds hit the field later in the morning and they start cruising and all that. It, just, it seems like that's what they do. But uh, honestly, that that two hundred yards away didn't scare me because I've I've called them in in years past. Um, you know they they get they don't care anymore. They're like ah piss on you. See you later. Right. So they take off. They're four hundred yards away, and you get out there, get a different decoy set up, and then rat rat rat, and then they blah, and yeah. then you just fire them up, and then they hear they come again, and you can call them back. Yeah. But maybe you've moved forty yards and changed your decoy set up just a little bit. Yeah. I mean it it can happen. I don't, I don't actually remember what I don't remember what happened after that. I'm drawing a blank. We took. I took off. We, I, I went home for a bit. Right? Isn't that what happened? Yeah. After we struck out on that bird, we kind of said piss on him, and uh, you headed home and took pictures with 
Isla May and yep, yep. got a few pictures with her and we kind of regrouped and everybody met back in my place. I think it was probably, what, four or five o'clock. Yep. And then, you know, the, the party part of Turkey Palooza started. Uh, the next day, the game plan was for Ross and I to go out and try and get on a bird. And then uh, Lord Chandler. Sorry, I got to pronounce, you know, come at you as your holy name. Loud. Loud. Oh, loud. Loud. Uh, Tank Cameron Tank and Wayne Cox. It, we, you guys wanted to do Team Bigger Cox. Um, Ross Bigger, Wayne Cox. You know, Bigger Cox is a great turkey killing name. And I love that, actually. Actually, Wayne came up with that. And he, How'd you, you know, how, how did you think of it? Well, that was pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I enjoyed that, but. You, you, all three of you guys went out, Wayne, Tank, the Loud, um, all on a ground blind together. Yeah, it was, it was pretty tight there. A little but, tight, a uh, little cozy. But uh, it worked out great. Tank hauled the, the double blind the whole time, and I had my bow, and Austin had the doi- uh, decoys, and I felt professional, really. Yeah. It felt like you had like a, like a media crew with you. Yeah, I felt like I was, <laughs> I was somebody... You had a, you Tank had a was our crew. mule. He packed the blinder on the whole time. We give him the heavy part. Oh yeah, I mean, his name is Tank, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, what did we end up six sets that that day? Yeah, we were hustling. We made six different sets, and we were close. Like we saw multiple birds. I mean, birds that just well out of the truck. We saw two at forty yards. We were sitting in the truck, and they strutted past us and couldn't get them to come back in. And the last bird on that day was really close to us. This was at like 12:30. I mean, we're talking a half hour before shooting times up and he he got real close. He would have been dead if we would have had shotgun. He would have been dead. But uh the famous saying, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which but, I mean, shit, that just I mean, you're handicapping yourself so much with a bow. Yeah. But the thing is, is when the when that decap opportunity comes and they commit to the, they commit to the decoys, that's the the big one there. When they commit to the decoys and they come in and then provide them provide an opportunity for a decap, and it all works out, it's like, oh, why don't we do this on every freaking bird that we call yeah. in? Well, well it's, it's because they're stupid turkeys. It, it's luck, though, right? Like, I got lucky that, that my bird committed, mm-hmm. and that it was up to me to capitalize. So we were on high a high stroke right off the gate. Like, we're like, this is great. One tag filled. There's only two more tags in camp. Wayne and Ross. This is easy. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna cap these out tomorrow for sure. Like we had a lead on birds from all the birds that were gobbling at us. Yeah, we were uh, both groups were on birds all morning. Yeah. I mean, we were we were all yeah. on birds, but yep. they were doing just typical late season turkey shit, not committing. And right, it's tough, man. We got we got lucky on getting your bird to commit right off the roost and, and to go super back thankful for and it. to go back on uh talking about birds committing or or birds that have been called on or called at you know in the past few seasons prior seasons one through four um man there was i honestly can say on my side maybe i called it a a bird that had been called at that year or this this season and i'd Otherwise, the rest of them were fresh. They just they all acted the same. So I was like, you know yeah. what? Because we year, were out while they I'm were out in a different spot where you nope. knew those birds hadn't been called it, that no. we knew of. Right. And we went and set up a blind up in the morning. Yep. Get up. The, we were in a pinch point. If there was ever a pinch point for a turkey, we were in it. Yep. And we had the decoy set up. You were decapping. You were trying to decap. Yep. So I'm all jacked up, right? You know, I'm all 
the turkey we're, king at this point. Like, fuck the tiger king. <laughs> and here I am, you know. I'm, we're banging out two birds and back yeah. to back. Who's Carol Baskin? You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, we're in the ground blind. <laughs> we're ready to rock. And I'm feeling good about it. Yeah. And then he just <laughs> ha, 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 ha. right off the, like, before he gets off the roost. If you would have been like, Kurt, how much money that this turkey comes in, I'd have been like, I gave everything in my bank account. I thought for sure that I'd bird bet, was coming. I'd have bet you the same. Like, dude, this yeah. is this bird's dead. Not your bank account, but mine. No, no. no. $4. No. My bank account. <laughs> Let's just say 5 bucks. Steve's bank account. <laughs> Both of us were going to bet 5 bucks. this bird is coming in. Like, it, yeah, was, it, was, it was a slam dunk. Like, every time I, or I, he would. Closer. And closer. then and then he got off the roost and he was closer closer. I'm like he's so dead. Like I'm clipping on. Yeah. Like get the camera going right now. Yep. Uh, just like you and Austin. I mean it was it was a done deal. Yep. And he come to the timber edge, looked at the decoys. Sh- shut up. I'm like, what happened? We sat there for a while too after he shut I, up. And you're like screech at him. Just see what see you know see what's going on. And I'm and impatient. I, so like right right. right. So, <laughs> so Kurt's like just hey, just just say something to him. I'm like just just hold on a minute. Give him some sexy. Right. But like what I keep right, saying. Right. Let me holla at you. But, but I want to give him some sexy, not some horror. Like put I some stank wanna, on it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say hey. But he uh, anyways, I ended up striking up on him again, and he he from like. 200 yards yeah he's over the hill going down he, he came up look down the hill he goes it's anyways i'm like well that bird sucks i mean we're done we might as well pack up you're like just let, let's just hang on him for a minute let's just see what happens I mean, me, me trying to be the responsible ooh, turkey hunter the patience coming in yeah. so yeah so we went from impatient to just just call at him for like straight 10 minutes just yelp until <laughs> yelp until he comes in yelp until your <laughs> fingers are tired man and then he's going away and i'm like ah, we're out of here he's like let's just, let's just hold on hold on so we sit there and wait five minutes and then i eh, 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 and he he's closer again but still looking the other way so I thought, oh, man, this just ain't going to work. And you're, I mean, all these different, every hunt's different, but for the most part, as a whole, when they come and they see and then they go away, 90% of the time, not 95 or 99, but 90, it, give or take, they they, they usually are they're out. They're, yeah. they're not coming. So I just, I just, I was like, yeah, I'm over it. So we ended up bailing out of there. That's when we went down to Austin's. Back where I shot my bird. Right where you shot your bird the day before. And we, we flew down there, and we called. But what did you take it's, with you? It's, it's, these stories Ooh. suck, what, but, Hey, but what, what did you take down there with you? Um, a good time. A really, yeah, a really good time. <laughs> <laughs> we took. Let's talk about the contemplation we, 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 before we, we, we left the first set. Because you're like, man, <laughs> it's, it's pretty much the last day. Tomorrow's Mother's Day. Should I grab a shotgun? And I was just like, grab the fucking shotgun. Let's go kill a turkey, man. Let's go I, I, so, hit one with a water. All right. So I bitched out on Bo, and I went to gun. I'm like, right, we're, let's go down to Austin's. Let's get the gun. <laughs> Austin, or, I'm sorry, Wayne found out about this later and was, like, thoroughly pissed. He had to like, point it was, out. He was losing his mind pissed. Very fair. But, you had an open tag. You had a right. Right. I didn't relay the message that shotgun was in hand now. So we went down there. <laughs> Like, Conveniently. <laughs> I'm killing I'm killing this bird. Like, I, I've got it. Uh, this thing's going to die. So we get down there and right out of the truck. Bah, I'm like, oh, he's so dead. Let's get on him. So yeah. we get right past where the truck was the day before with the doors open. Yep. And get right on the point. See a hen. Right Remember the hen? Yep. I saw the hen. We ducked her. We, we literally crawled into the spot like, oh, man, we're going to get this set up. Yep. We're not going to spook her. 
and he's still down there on his own, not even responding to us. Just blah, 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 blah. yeah. I'm like, yep, he's coming. Like he, he's fired up. He's 200 yards at this point. He, he's fired up. Like if we squawk at him in any way, he's he's gonna be right back here. Yep. So we got set up finally, set up real quick, and 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 give him a little, and he and I just started yeah. cutting him hard, and he's firing. He, like he's triple gobbling, just one after the other. I'm like, yep. So I just shut up. I'm like, he did. I, I thought. Just, I thought for I sure. I literally just sat back in my chair, put my call down. Like, here he comes, <laughs> and uh, he did. He came all the way up to like 80 yards, and then I'd say he was closer than that. Yeah, he's probably maybe 60. Yeah. yeah, but no, he did that little little. Well, we're calling him right, and I see him. I was behind you a little bit in the shit, and he was coming from around like the corner. Mm-hmm. So I was like, where is he? You're like 80 yards coming. All right, like, he's like, half strut. Like he, he, five seconds apart. Where is he? Yeah, I'm like he, he's holding still. He, he's not moving. He's he's gobbling, but he's standing in the same spot. So he five gets seconds. To, where is he? Well, I can't <laughs> see because I'm filming. You know, I want it. I want in my battery. It was like I got a different battery. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. camera doesn't fit perfect, so my camera's like shutting on and off because the battery was like falling out. And I, fuck that. So battery. we we had to actually plan this out really good. So that's why the communication was going. I'm like, where's he at? Because. Yeah. Camera, camera can't come on until the, the the right time. Right. So we're sitting there, and then I can see him. So he's made his way. So on the other side of the field, and I'm like, all right, I, all right, all right, I see him. There he is, you know. And we got the breeder DSC, DSD and the like the laydown hen or whatever the hell you call it. Breeder, yeah, breeding hen. Yeah, and I can see him finally. And we're both, I'm, we're not in blinds. We're sitting on the ground, and I'm like in the thermos seat, tucked out in the brush, like all cozy, you know, just chilling there trying to keep the glare off the top of the camera i can see him and i don't want to like look around because i know he can he's looking our direction at the decoys well then i hear some commotion going on in the woods to our left and there's a creek down there and we hear a bird fly off a turkey and then i hear splash 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 through the creek and a bunch of sh- like commotion going on i whisper i'm like what the fuck is going on like this bird is looking over here whatever's going on is going to blow this for us right now and I think that is what blew it for Meanwhile, us. Meanwhile, this this Tom, he's 60 yards right on the fence row in the shade, and he pops his head up, of course, like all the birds do, and yeah. you hear all this shit going on. He was gobbling back at us and then started cocking around like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And both of us were like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And meanwhile, this bird, bop, 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 right over <laughs> the I, go, of us. I go, what the fuck is going on, Roscoe? I don't know, but it's pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was getting hot. It, like, that, this, this was, this was, this bird is dead. This situation blew it for us. And I honestly thought when we started calling him back that it was the bird that bailed on you guys the day before. So I'm like, how much better would this be if we can call this bird in and wax his ass? And then say, Austin, remember you guys? It probably was the same bird. I bet so, you it was. So yeah. didn't even name him. You wanted then, to be able to say, Austin, you remember that bird you couldn't kill yesterday? I just killed him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but then you know that, what that bird's that name is? Been... Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're calling that bird. He's going to be there next year. But the cool thing about that, like in my mind, I'm sitting there with my gun in my hand and ready to blast this thing, calling him in. <laughs> from, <laughs> from the day before I love it. with you guys' hunt, I'm like, this would be perfect. So. Austin, so I had Austin come and he killed his third bird this year with a bow uh, behind my house, and it was I can I am convinced it is the same stupid bird that I called twice, and he come out hundred yards, eighty yards, and then get bored and leave. 
And I thought, you know what? I'm going to, that day that we were hunting together, Austin, we, I'm like, let's just, let's leave this farm. Let's go back to my place and we'll kill this bird. And sure enough, he comes out. He did the same damn thing. Sat there and at 80 yards, 100 yards, and then worked his way to 80. And he'd gobble and then he'd just start pecking the ground like an idiot. And then he'd look around like he wasn't interested. And then all of a sudden he'd be looking hard at the decoys. And then it took over an hour to get this bird to come from 100 yards into 20. Actually, I think he came to 15. And then he... Yep. He took his time. He was pecking at the ground and dinking around and acting like he wasn't interested. And But it was also raining pretty good at that time too, wasn't it? It was coming and going. Yeah. It rained pretty good before that. Yeah. And he was he was he was wet at the beginning of the hour and by the end of the hour I think it had dried up a little bit and he had strutted and, and fluffed his feathers and Yep. Anyway. But yeah, that would have been cool if I could have smacked that bird on your farm and then you took one off of that. Yeah, that's that's what I was going for. So I thought, man, this would be sweet. I can kill my bird off of your farm. You kill your bird off of mine. And and it was the bird that dinked you guys around the day before. I thought, man, this would be sweet. Well, then all that commotion. And, and I'm with Kurt. I think that, that goofed everything up. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, at one point he got a little bored. But in fifth season, you, you look for a board to get uh, a, bird, a bird to get bored. Um, coming in if they don't like the decoys they got to think about them a little bit that's just one of those deals where i think fifth fourth fifth season birds are harder to kill but may, that's just my experience maybe everybody else can just slam them but i'm i, I have to agree time. with that overall i birds work a lot easier for me even if it's it's like man it's cold it's 20 mile an hour winds it's never gonna work and yeah stick the decoys out and i had three different birds come in that first morning like they're just Seems to me like they just work better earlier. So but it makes, it but makes any, sense. Any, anybody listening, if you're, if you're trying to pull a Henderson County tag, just go ahead and do that four and five so that the one through three are o- open for next year. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I mean, also, you know, reaching out to people listening, do you have the same experience? Like, what's your – if? and I don't know how every state works, but if you're Illinois, what season do you hunt? Like, what's your go-to season? Like, yeah, when you put in, what's your first choice? for draw yeah um there's a lot of states that don't even start until we're halfway done yeah and there's a lot of yeah. states that don't even open until you know first of may once again a lot of states do it better than illinois when it comes to their seasons iowa perfect example you know if you have a bow if you're bow hunting you can hunt all seasons right i personally believe illinois should do that in iowa you can hunt all day that'd be great but for some reason hunting turkeys all day it makes me tired all day, I mean, till 1 o'clock makes me tired. Yeah. Right. You're ready well, for a break by the time 1 o'clock gets there. I think it's because you're chasing them the whole time because you know your day is short. Yeah. Versus if you could hunt them all day, you take a couple-hour break in the middle and then get back at it. So you're probably hunting the same amount of time. I mean, I'm not speaking for everybody for us. I, maybe I'm wrong there, but I think you're probably it's probably the same amount of hunt time, but it'd be nice to be able to have an opportunity to do it all day. Well, I think you'd be more successful killing me after. I really time. wish that Illinois would would start even a week earlier yet, because like youth season comes in. Yeah, what's that come in? Two weeks ahead. Of I don't first know. Season? I think it's two weeks. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Maybe it's a week ahead. But either way, those birds are fired up. I mean, yeah. they they're listening to the first like just listening hard for the first uh, hen to say yeah, and they're like oh, and here ha, they ha, come. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> So Back where was, where do we leave off? Do we leave off after the Dave, the Dave Chappelle turkey? Is that where we ended? 
Because what I want to do is talk about because we where you and I ended. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So because yeah. we took off so and we, went back to we, where we went in the morning, first thing that morning. Yeah. So we bailed out. We left. Yeah. So then the next morning, no, we talked about that. So yeah, that we called that bird off the roost and he walked away and then he yep. came back. So it was the next set. We went down. Yeah. Okay. So now we're we left Austin's farm. Yep. We left Austin's farm and then. Uh, what the hell did we do? We bounced back to the bird on the 13-acre farm. We went, well, first we went back to where Austin shot his third bird, back by my blind. You're right, we did. And we yeah. walked that whole field, and I'm like, dude, let's just go back here and just try yeah. to strike somebody up. So we're just walking along the field edge, and nothing. nothing. I'm like, well, maybe they didn't hear us. Let's walk another 100 yards. It was windy at this point. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, rat, 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 rat. nothing. Walked up even more. Rat, 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 rat. <laughs> Nothing. I'm like, well, mind you, every, between every yelp and not getting the gobble back, Ross is like, let's just, um, we should just cut in here and look for mushrooms. <laughs> and I'm like, no, let's, let's. I was on the mushroom train. I was point. not ready to give up on the birds yet, which mm-hmm. is great for me. That's a big deal. I mean, Austin, we talked a lot about my patience for birds. I was in it. Right. You I were was in it. I was in the birds. I was, I mean, I was fired up, right? I just killed a bird. Yep. So I, I was, was feeling hot. You I know? was willing to give up on it. And but like, that's understandable, man. You've had a longer season than I have. You've hunted well, for birds than me. That's what I told Wayne too. I'm like, I told him after we come back, I'm like, man, fuck these birds. I'm just pissed off at turkeys right now. I just don't want to mess with them anymore. Like, let's go find mushrooms. Let's just have a good time. And he's like, I'm, I'm not over them. I'm like, I'm, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're like 2.5 days into this thing. Like, I've been hunting since season one. And it sucks. That's true. It's <laughs> that a different game, true. man. Uh, a different game. I, I just suck at hunting birds, but I, you don't I, though. I think you you're the you're your biggest uh, cr- cr- critic. 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 I was gonna say critiquer. That's not a word, is it? No, Austin. Uh, so day three. Day. Oh, I'm sorry. So season one, day three was my first hunt on on turkeys. Yeah, that's and Austin came out with me. He had already killed one, and I'm like, all right, I'm he free. killed two. You killed two. Yeah, this is day number That's three. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you oh, killed long. day one, and then you killed day two. And then day three, I was up to bat. And we, uh, you had the camera, and we were filming, and we set the decoys out. Same strutter, full strut decoy uh, with the breeding hen, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, a j- so a Jake and this big long beard come out at 9 o'clock in the morning, finally hit the field because they're always back on the ridges and down deep. They finally hit the field, and he takes his time kind of getting out into seeing distance or, or, or uh, line of sight, and he sees it, and he gobbles, and then he gets all cocky and raises his head, and then he just lowers his head and comes running, and his big old tits are bouncing, and he here he comes. I mean, he's hot. <laughs> And Austin's laughing as he's filming. He's like, <laughs> he's like 80 yards. I'm like, you better get ready because he ain't stopping. Yep. <laughs> Here he comes. Look at him. He's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So we. Uh, so here he comes. Like he's he's fully committed to the decoys. Comes flying. I mean, running in hard. And <laughs> he he comes around. There's a few things that we didn't have set up on the on the decoy set that should have been so i forgot the nut in the washer for the fan and i had oh. a, i had a i had a gopro clamp on the back stud it's like a his, six inch clamp hanging off the ass of the turkey holding yeah. the fan yeah. just like a, just like a <laughs> he comes on. screaming around the edge of it he's like whoa what is what's wrong with this <laughs> guy a total butt clamp. what is that <laughs> he did too it's so the footage was hilarious so the bird looks at it he's like oh wait whoa whoa and he gets a little sketchy and then he turns around. He's like, ah, I'm just going to get him anyway. 
Uh-huh. So he comes back in. Perfect decap situation. I'm body shooting. The bird has his back to us, getting ready to posture up to the Jake decoy, and has his head straight up. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get him right mm-hmm. here. He's eight yards, and just let her fly. And I rolled him. And long story short, he just flopped and ran over the hill and blood trail. And we ended up finding him, and he got up and flew away like it was nothing. They're tough bastards. Man. I missed that. I missed that kill zone by like an inch, like just a, a, a basically a flesh wound at that point. Yeah, it was a flesh wound. I mean, it took off flying like it was nothing. I'm like, well, that's what people people that have never bow hunted turkeys or never shot a turkey, they don't understand like how resilient they are. Man, but that bird's gonna live. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he was gobbling the next day, just laughing. Ha la ha la la. la. <laughs> Took an arrow, boys. You see this wound? <laughs> well, that? well, let's wrap up our story so we get on to these guys' story. So we went back to the farm we went to that morning. Did you? Do we cover this already? Nope. So yeah, we went in. Like that bird's going to be in here. We walked down onto the ridge with that bird. Yeah, we quit. went all the way out. Like we're we're going to get right in the honey hole. We're in the hardwoods at this point. Yep. And we just take the thermoseats, set them up, set up on some trees, put the dec- just a hen decoy at this point in the middle of the woods. Yep. And we're just sitting there. And we're hearing a new term that we developed. I don't know. Maybe this is already a term. Ghost gobbles. What we thought. Right. So we're sitting there. We're like, was that a gobble? A ghost gobble is a gobble. Me and Cameron talked about this. Tank. Um, after you get done turkey hunting, you want to hear gobbles so bad that even when you're just like inside, your brain is hearing ghost gobbles way off in the distance. Yep. So that's what I call a ghost gobble. That might be a term already. It sounds like it should be a term. If not. You're welcome. But we walked in. We walked out on this ridge. Yeah. Like, this is this is where they were this morning. Let's go call the same bird back. I mean, he's his mood has changed. I'm sure we could probably call him in. He's there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So we walked back there and nothing. I'm like, you know what? Let's you, No, you said, let's just give it 30. Yeah. See, so, Austin? Getting patient. I'm trying. I'm like, I like, I'm it. like I'm all right, better. let's just give it 30 then. Because I, 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 at that point, I'm I've like. I've had success. Now I understand what it takes, you know. At that point, I'm See, like, I'm like, nope, piss on it. Let's go mushrooming. Yeah. So he's like, no, let's give it 30. I'm like, fine, let's sit down. So we sat down, both are. I wanted a nap. That's fine. (laughs) Turkey Palooza is rough. We were cruising our phone. I was nodding for a bit. (laughs) But yeah, I was, I was, I'll admit I was on TikTok. That's okay. Well, I was uh, cruising the Instagram and looking at all your hero (laughs) shots. And I'm like, (laughs) fuck Kurt. I'm like, man, that's that's cool. (laughs) I'm going to show him how it's done. Fuck him. I don't care if he gets it on Bill's fucking guy. Someday I'm going to shoot one. He thinks he's cool now (laughs) because Lord Chandler took him out and he decapped a bird at five yards. (laughs) Whoopity doo. Yeah. So we're sitting there. Big deal, Kurt, you pussy. I'm like, what, Ross? (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Just forget it. So we're sitting there just not even talking real quiet and then we'd say something to each other and then quiet and all of a sudden out of the random like one gobbles right over the hill close i'm like holy shit he's like literally right over this ridge yeah a ravine over yeah and then it sounded like sounded like he was uh well yeah because on our side of the well he gobbled you pointed one direction i'm like no i think that was over here and you're like Mm -hmm. it sounded like it was over here well then probably what you're getting to another gobble there was one on the other ridge so we had a bird on each side of these ravines yep. that we were on. I'm like, oh, shit, this could get weird. And and one was in the distance. The first one that you heard was that one to your left out there. The ghost gobble. I mean, it, it, the ghost gobble, but I didn't hear it, but you said I heard one over there. I'm like, okay, sure. Well, and then bah, right there underneath us. I'm like, this is the bird. We're killing this one. 
And I yeah. rah, 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 start getting him fired up. Never said another word. And this is like 12, 15, 12, we're getting 20, close. 12, 15, like getting into that one o'clock range. Yep. So we're getting real, real close. I'm like, oh man, let's just, let's get this fire, this bird fired up. I mean, he's right here. Let's just get him. And I, I start trying to, you know, talk him in there and he just wouldn't, he never said a thing. I thought I heard a hen, but I wasn't sure. And about that time, bah, the yeah. one that you said was over there, you're like, it was right there. I mean, it hammered hard. I'm like, oh, shit. So hit him again. Got quiet. About 30 seconds to a minute and a half. I don't know. Somewhere in there. Did it again. Right, right, right. And he, bah, even closer. I'm like, yes. Yeah. So we've got two birds potentially sneaking up on us because I figure. From, from I figured, opposite directions. Yeah. And I figure when that one below that hill shut up, he was on the move. Like, he could be in our lap any second. Yeah. So I'm getting real. I'm not being real aggressive on the call. I'm just trying to be like, hey, we're here. You can yeah. come talk to us. That'd be cool. But See what's up. Get a drink. See you what's know. up. Get a drink. Hang out with this hen. Have a coffee. You know. Yeah. So I, I wasn't getting too aggressive. But either way, like both of them were fired up and they were going to be in our laps at any point. So I just got quiet. We waited. Shit, it was like 15 minutes. Or longer, yeah. It felt like. Yeah. And you're like, eh, squawk at him. I'm like, uh nothing and we did that for another 10 minutes nothing hit the time limit i'm like fuck it we're going mushrooming (laughs) (laughs) and we found a pile on the way out and we did the the biggest patch of morels not not quantity but size of morels that i found they were hand size they were big that one was a honker man well for instance these what what 14 15 12 mushrooms yeah. that we found yeah. that filled both our hats fed a group of 15 or 16 people yeah that was a good haul i mean they were big ones it's a good run so but we hunted our ass off we get we hunted every minute of legal light yeah you know that was a hard day wasn't for a lack of trying man we were on yeah. birds all day too yep so your guys's experience were you guys on the birds the whole day you feel too yeah like i said we made a half a dozen sets and uh real well, close on that last one well the first set we got set up and we had uh, we had a tom out in the field maybe 300 yards then we had a coyote split us oh i forgot about that yeah so i mean the coyote's about 150 yards from us turkey's 300 yards probably but he's out in the field like he can see our decoys right so i think we i mean we would have good odds there but i was hunting with austin so i i was so confident i was gonna kill a bird i took a natter days in my pocket you had the lord with you yeah so i had a celebration beer <laughs> in my pocket walking out there in the dark yeah like it's gonna be a done deal right keep in uh, mind this cool. is after a pretty good night of drinking we've got five hours of sleep and wayne's already packing the celebratory beer well and i just killed that bird right like yeah, just in knockout fashion so it's like our, our confidence level going into the next oh, morning yeah. was as high as it could be the way it happened like a decap at six yards like so, yeah, of course, I felt confident that you were going to kill one. I was like, yeah, you better take a natter day. Right. You know? <laughs> like, I encouraged it. It was actually probably one of my natter days. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, you're going to need that. <laughs> Looking back, I should have took more. <laughs> Just I'm drinking them in the... But... Just to drown your sorrows or... <laughs> right, right, yeah. So that coyote, what a bastard, huh? Yeah, and of course, Austin's trying to, like... When the turkey's not looking, like, he's trying to wave, like... Because that, that, that dog's watching us in the decoys. Like, he's trying to shoo him away. Right. And he's too far away. Like, he can't just shoot him 
Right, right. Hopefully he'd run off like he was just too far away. Right, that makes sense. But um, he ended up screwing that up for us. That sucks, yeah. man. It sucks How far gets, was he? Oh, he's probably a hundred and a half. Oh, yeah. Yeah, too. the coyote was 100, 150 yards. Too far to lob one. Yep. Uh, he might have been in the wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> he could have been. Depends on how many natterdays you had that morning. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that bastard, man. Okay, so son of a bitch. That sucks. Yeah, so we started off with that. And then, uh, then we went to the pasture after that. Went back to the pasture, and it was dead, man. It was disappointing. That's like my number one turkey farm, and it was freaking dead. So after an hour of tinkering back there and trying to take a nap in the seat. Well, on the way in, we seen a strutter out in the field on the neighbors. Yep. So I was like, man, I said, of course we know this guy very, very well. So Austin messaged him, said, mm-hmm. hey, there's turkey out there. Care if we go after him? And never heard nothing, never heard nothing. So we went back, set up, kind of a bust. Yeah. But then he messaged us, like, once we got back in the truck to come out. He's like, yeah, that's fine. Go ahead. And we're driving down the field road, and we have the windows down in my truck, and we're just all talking. And I heard, I heard a gobble. I just, I shut my truck off. I'm still in gear, <laughs> so, so I throw it in park. And we could see a fan, maybe forty yards, fifty, from us. yeah, forty, fifty yards. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. We were just in the fence line in a little bowl, so he's all st- strutted out there. And yeah. come to find out, there's two toms out there, two hens, and uh, just. So, is so is, this is on the neighbor still? That we yeah. just got permission. That you got permission to, yeah. to go on. Yeah. yeah, we were just getting ready to kind of check the the field out as we were cresting the hill. We didn't even get to crest the hill, and we could already see his fan like fifty yards from us. So he'd already beat us back out. And mm. We uh, we tried to put a move on both of those birds after I snapchatted them strutting in front of the truck past us. <laughs> yeah, I remember watching that video. <laughs> so they got past us. We set up, and to no avail, we called at him. So that uh, that pair was done for us and then we got close on one up on the bluff again the same farm where the coyote had messed us up first thing we went back there and uh, doing the same thing what you were doing ross just trying to get one to strike up we're carrying in a freaking double bowl blind three chairs you know all the all the shit we needed make it all the way back to what i call the pocket right where you saw the bobcat last year yeah yeah yep so we get back in there and one snaps off at us and we get set up and he's coming and he he comes. It, t- it didn't take him ten minutes to get in. I don't think. No, he came in quick. I was actually worried about setting up because I knew the time was getting close, and he was in on us in ten minutes. Time yep. was in one o'clock. Yep. Yeah. But then we also thought that um, a hen busted us. We could hear her. Chirping. Yeah, I could hear a bird popping, yeah. but I don't. Obviously, it didn't mess him up because he came in. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, we thought he was coming behind us. We were talking about ghost gobbles. Yeah. Like, I didn't hear it. Tank didn't hear it, and he's like. I think you hear one drumming right behind us. You hear that? You hear that? I'm like, I don't hear nothing. Yeah. And, and it was like two minutes later, I'm like, there's one drumming. Like, I know what he's, yeah, you could hear him. But did you hear it at that point? I didn't. I never you never did. heard it. I never did hear him. Then he ended up crossing the field and getting in the timber. And, uh, hello. He went past us. Then he came back. At one point, he was probably, what, 20, 25 yards in yep. the timber? Because we're just in a little bottleneck, like, Right. Yeah, I mean, not very wide. Then he starts working his way out, and Tank has the, the range finder, and he's like, he's at 46, 47, 48. And at this time, I, I'm full draw, like leaning over these two guys in that blind. I got one knee on the ground, and I'm reaching, and I'm shooting through the small hole. Right. The side window yep, instead yep. of, like, the, the big The vertical main. windows. Yeah, so I'm like, 
that arrow is going to have a lot of lock. All right, I'm going to hit this blind, I think. Yeah. And uh, Your so, body shoot not decapping for the record. Yes, yes. And uh, Tank's like, 47, 48, 49, like 50. And I shot right over him. <sighs> he, he was walking away. I was going for I was going for a spine shot. Yeah. He was walking straight away Which from us. Which is a good shot on a bird. Yeah. And I shot right over him. Damn. That would have been epic, right? That would have been a good way to end it. Can you imagine smacking him in the head with a with a fixed broad head? You'd have to be like, I did. I meant to do it. Doug yeah, did he, it last year. Doug. Wayne would have never admitted that he was going for a body shot at that point. <laughs> right. Like, I was trying to hit you. Did you guys see that? Honestly, <laughs> everybody would nat- say the same thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. You had that Natter Day gone before anybody reacted. Right. Actually, I opened say that. my name. I drank that Natter Day, like, on set three. I was so, actually, when those toms <laughs> cut across in front of us, I said, fuck it. I'm starting. It's 7.30. These guys are yeah. looking at me like... The coyote busted us at 6.05. Fuck it. Celebratory <laughs> beer's coming out. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. All the snacks are gone. <laughs> that's, that's great, man. Well, I... Sorry, is there more to that one? Or yeah, is it no, just that's game? pretty much... That's like pretty say, much the finale. Yeah. That's the finale. Man, that would have been a way to end it, huh? Yeah. Just riding the struggle bus. I, I think birds are meant to hunt with your buddies. Oh, yeah. I have that perspective now. Like, it's... I don't have a lot of properties uh, that I can bring my buddies on, but I have one I could probably squeeze a couple guys on, and I'm already plotting like, hey, this county, if you're interested. I There is one farm that I'm very familiar with, I know, and that's where I got my buddy Tyler, his first bird, and there's a lot of birds there. So I'm, I'm mapping some stuff out, like what can I make work, you know, because it was so much fun, so much fun. Like deer hunting is an – it's a – Deer hunting's weird, right? There's politics involved in deer. Not with us. Our crew is very open and like really transparent on where we hunt and stuff. We we know none of us in the podcast crew is going to try and screw the buddy out on where he hunts or whatever. Well, Austin did tell me he's going to punch me in the fucking face. Oh, because I was talking about his sister. I was like, well, I'm just going to marry the farmer and the family. I'm going to have a third of this. Farm. This has been happening for five years, mind you. Yeah. Okay. And Tank looks over. Of course, we're just joking. He's like, he's going to punch you in the fucking face. <laughs> and he's, at this time, you know, he's hung over as shit. Yeah. I was like, if he's ever going to punch me, do it right now. You're at 60% maybe. <laughs> so I'm like, fucking bring it. Like, it's going to be worth it. You're <laughs> on his ground hunting birds. Exactly. I'm talking about what ground he can hunt next year. <laughs> I got I got dibs on this one. I got dibs on this one. Hey, Austin, remember that hay bale blind? That's daddy's now. Yeah. <laughs> Take pictures of it because you're never going to see it again. Yeah. 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 You're going to call me brother. <laughs> Solid so, game plan, Wayne. I, I got yeah, big brain. Hey, I'm counting on Cody <laughs> and Isla to kind of you know be together. And by the interaction I saw Saturday, they, they seem to be good. You know, they both played with uh, Monster Truck little Matchbox. By the yeah. time Wayne gets done and Cody gets done, I'm going to be shit on a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I might as well move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you might as well sell everything off now. <laughs> Just post it up. Just build your money, flip everything, and then get out. <laughs> your two of your really good friends just screw you over and just box you out of everything you ever had. It's like, you're, well, that was great. You're welcome. Well, remember the decap, Kurt? Remember that? It was good while it lasted. <laughs> That's funny as hell. It was fun, man. I, I am convinced. Birds are for hunting with your boys, man. It was a good time. Like... It, even like Ross, even though we didn't like have we had we had successes and we were on birds. Yeah, and and hearing them gobble that close, it's yeah. like oh man, this is what it's all about. I was definitely more motivated hunting with my buddies for turkeys than, and that, I think that might have been my problem. Every time I've hunted birds in the spring, I've been by myself. Right, right. So I go out, I'm like, fuck these things, man. Right, it's not a deer. There's no antlers. Like well, it's just. It was just- it, 
grabbed me the same, you know. It was just like the I was I was the patient one to start out, and you were impatient, and then I was like, you know what, piss on this. Yeah, and you're like, let's just hold up. I mean, what's cool about hunting with buddies is sometimes you. Like I just said, you go you go back and forth a little bit. So when your mood changes, the other one's like, just just hold tight, talk you back into what yeah, you need. Yeah, to yeah. Do. I mean, you, you talk each other back into it, and you stick with it, and you yeah. you hunt till one o'clock p.m. and still not right. I mean, <laughs> it's a long time. For, I've never. I mean, I hunted pretty hard in Kansas when I was hunting birds, hunting reels. Like I hunted, you can hunt all day there, you know. But I like I drove to Kansas, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm here to hunt all day. Right. Where, you know, Turkey Blues, we were there to hunt and kill birds. So yep. that's what we did, man. We hunted all day. Um, hey, it wasn't for lack of trying. We were on them. No, we big, on them. big shout out to you and Leah for hosting us there. And, yeah, you know, appreciate and, it. Definitely. And, and both nights, uh, the birds that Austin had killed this year, the first night, Austin and Leah made a bunch of shish kebabs that Austin oh, grilled. Dude, so good. Those, those were money. I made them uh, for Mother's Day last night. My mom came over and I cubed up the breast for my bird and did a... Kind of like an Asian zing kebab nice. uh, blend copy of your guys' recipe. That's that my beautiful. favorite way to do it. I've fixed turkeys a few different ways, and that's kind of my favorite way to do it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but seriously, thank you for letting us all come over and crash your place and letting for us hunt sure, some man. of your farms and do all that. And, Ross, thank you for letting me come out and hunt, hunt with you on some of your farms, yeah. man. That's uh, it's a blast. Well, it's like I say, time. if I was by myself, it would have sucked. But, you, you know, yeah. being with buddies. We just, had fun, man. And by the way, I have footage of Ross cutting a giant window in the first blind we sat in with a decap blade. I that, literally took a decap blade off and, and used it as a knife because I forgot my knife. He so. goes, man, fuck this window. I wish I had a knife to cut it. I'm like, well, you have your decap. He's like, yeah, good point. <laughs> cut a giant hole in this blind. I'm like, hell yeah. He, he filmed it. I was getting ready to. He's like, what are you, what are you doing? I'm yeah. like, he goes, I thought you were cutting out that screen because it had Velcro all He was going it. to tear the screen. He's like, ah, fuck that. And that's why I thought you were going to cut out the camo mesh screening. You know what I mean? Be quiet. Shh, 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 cut it out. Nope. Right into the camera. Right through the side of the blind. I'm like, sick. <laughs> no window. Now there's a window. Yeah. Now I can yeah. shoot. It was a good time, man. It's... <laughs> I'm looking forward to it again next year. Yeah, the third annual Turkey Palooza will probably be hosted at the Bigger Ranch. I hope year. so, man. Just alternate every year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His uh, his man barn is going to be so epic. It's, I don't it's a know. house. Yeah, it's. I've been working on it for three years. So it's how many just square little, foot is that? Ah, oh, shit, man. It's like uh, what is it? Like thirty-five by forty-five, and then two layer or two decks. So it's. I don't know. Here's the thing. I think, you know, we're going to have tags in camp next year, of course. But I think with all the buildup and all the talk we've had about Turkey Palooza, I think you're going to have a lot of people wanting to just come out for the after party starting at 2 o'clock until... Which and, is fun. I mean, oh, yeah. that's a good time, part. man. Yeah. yeah, you spend the rest of the day just hanging out, just talking. I mean, that's... that's the hunting is a blast, but to get all the guys in camp sitting there talking, like, it's that's where it's at. Yeah. Yeah, I know. For sure. That'll be a good time, man. Your your place is going to be super rad. I mean, Austin, yours is crazy. But, you know, it's it's going to be a cool back and forth, you know, every other year, like, rotate that. and Yeah. It's going to be a good time. Well, it, it might be one night at my place and the next night at Austin's. I That's mean, a good point, give, too. Give, give Leah and Austin a break one night, and then we just go back and forth that way. That's a good call. That That's the way to do it right there. That's I mean, the move. Yeah, because two full days. It's a I mean, long time. Because you don't have everybody – you don't have everybody in camp doesn't have tags so what do the guys do that don't have tags they hang around all day so 
then our wives got to deal with a whole bunch of guys hanging around. So let's, <laughs> right. just, let's, right. just, let's just go back and forth, give our wives a break. So Yeah, it was fun. I'm looking forward to next year, man. It's uh, It was cool as hell. Really cool. Well, boys, I appreciate you coming in to kind of finish this, uh, the Turkey Palooza podcast off. Wayne, thanks for coming to the studio, man. Hey, thanks for having me. How was it? Making the real, you were on the last camp podcast, but this is the studio podcast. You're like talking into a mic and stuff. It's yeah. After a, four, a few of those bush lights, you know, got me where I need to be. So it's loosened up and it's just nerve wracking at first because it's like, wow, this microphone shoved in my face. I'm going to say something stupid, but shit dude we say stupid shit every week and you just right. just deal with it i dropped way more f-bombs on this episode than ever but hey likely so though i mean it's just uh hey you know what i, I didn't turn this tur- the working class sign red for this podcast Ooh, it's still green you know i think with all the birds we killed and everything i'm gonna turn that thing red and it's gonna stay red through bear camp and the following week of this we are going to do a it's a bear camp podcast but it's going to be the pre-bear camp and then while we're in camp, we're going to Wyoming here in a few weeks. Well, fuck, by the time this releases, it'll be the following week, and we will be in camp, and we're going to try and record. Yep. Depending on how everything lays out, I'd like to record one every day, even a half-hour one every day. So we'll see how it works out in podcast land. Um, but they're going to be legit camp, canvas wall tent podcast, as Horse, real as it gets. Horseback into the bait signs. Yeah. Horseback, you got. Worst I mean, case, we don't see any bears. There's a lot of horses to Go after a lot so. of horses, man. We need some horse meat. We're gonna have, uh, I mean, Clint Casper, Devin Leonard, Ty Glenn, Ross Bigger, Lord Chandler, myself. I mean, plus add in a bunch of other rad, rad dudes. Um, a couple of listeners that bought hunts with us for that. Um, Danny Green's one of them. Yeah, Danny Green. Um, yep. it's gonna be a stacked, stacked camp podcast. I'm sure a lot of laughs and a lot of good shit going on. I'm excited, man. It's gonna be fun. I've been to a sliver of Wyoming one time, and I'm looking forward to hunting Wyoming for bears. Never hunted bears. Well, mm-hmm. Good luck, fellas. Thank you. Thank you, man. It's going to be a damn good time. I think me and Danny are the only people in camp that have not shot bears. Which is going to be awesome. So I hope that makes us priority. Yeah. You're <laughs> right. You're Kurt. You're Kurt Geyer from working class. Like I have to kill a bear. You're you're yeah, you're gonna get put on the six hundred pounder. In all honesty, I, I, I need to kill a bear because I need meat for the rest of the season. I uh I get I donated to the food pantry in Mercer County, Illinois with a well my two bucks I shot this year, um, because of expecting mule deer meat from the mule deer I killed. Well, I'm just going to say the outfitter didn't send me all my meat and it was kind of a headache. So I said, fuck it. And now I'm short meat because I donated a lot of my meat. So now, and that's all my family thrives off of is wild game. Like we do not buy meat from the grocery store. So I'm really banking on killing a bear for meat. Like that's, of course I want the bear for the experience, but I I need it for meat. Daddy's hungry. Daddy does not want to buy burger at the grocery store. Don't want to do it. I'm poor. (laughs) So no 60-pounders. I mean, it gets to that last day. I got to have some meat. You know what I mean? So That's what you call the other white meat. I know everybody thinks, hey, you get paid from this podcast, you got a good day job. Yeah, I got a decent day job, but uh, I'm working class. And if I can feed my family off wild game, that's the way to do it. So Exactly. Anyway, thank you guys so much for everything. Austin, thanks for guiding me on that bird and helping me get that decap and killer footage. And Appreciate it, man. It's it was a good time. Good reaction to the footage. I've watched it a ton of times, and I'll watch it. I'll probably watch it every day until next turkey season. So I <laughs> appreciate all you guys. Thanks for everything. Wayne, thanks for being on Team WCB. No, thanks for having me. Appreciate you. 
And uh, Ross, it was a good go. It was a good go. Next year. We'll Next get year. it. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. You know what to do. Go shoot your bow. We love you. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more.